Welcome to another episode of the Survive or Thrive podcast series presented by Bodyboard King. Huge thanks to Toby Player and the gang of Bodyboard King for their support of the podcast. It makes me feel pretty good to have the support of such a legend. This one is Jeff Hubbard. He's been on the podcast a couple of times. He is one of those guys who wears quite a few different hats in the bodyboarding world. Um, businessman, father, and still one of the best riders out there. Really cool to sit down with Jeff and have a chat about the year that was, the, the pandemic year of 2020, and to answer the crucial question of, did he survive or did he thrive? Enjoy. Welcome to the Survive or Thrive 2020 podcast, Jeff Hubbard. Thanks, Josh. This is this is gonna be fun. I like <laughs> I like wrapping wrapping out with you, and especially uh, got some interesting topics. It's always gonna be. <laughs> really fun i appreciate you taking the time um before we get into it though like instagram's been a little bit flooded with a bit of content from you over the winter there has it been a decent season over there despite all of the challenges of covid and all that kind of stuff yes it, it, you know we are really really lucky to have a nice december and january that you know that was pretty consistent and we had a lot of good days i mean the the crowds have still been there so it hasn't been uh you know, uncrowded by any means on the good days, but it's, there has been a lot of nice days and nice weather and lots of, lots of fun boogie boarding going down. So that's been really cool. So we've been really, really lucky. And that, that definitely always helps take your mind off, you know, any situation that's going on when you have a nice outlet, like, like going into the water and, uh, you know, having fun, you're just kind of, you kind of forget about what's going on in the world. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone listening knows that feeling when they get out on the boogie and, and just get a little little moment to detach from everything that's going on on land. It's um, definitely a lucky little craft that we all ride. So so true. And the more you do it, the more you're more away from it you are. And I yeah. I guess that that's what's so cool. I guess if you just keep putting as much time into the water as you can, you just don't really know what's. You just kind of forget <laughs> what's, what's going really on. going on in the world, which is great. I like to I like to be living a bubble. Love bubble. Yeah. Living. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, your bubbles seem to float higher than others, so I'm sure yours are a lot of fun to be in. Um, <laughs> let's get into some of these questions about surviving or thriving in 2020. Um, look, it was a it was a pretty crazy time for all of us. Um, it's it was unprecedented. Nothing like that had ever really happened in our lifetimes. On the balance, when you reflect on it, do you think you survived it or did you thrive during it? Oh, I, I like that. Just direct to the point. Survive or thrive. Mm. And um geez, I guess I oh obviously we're survive I survived it. I'm here. Oh, which is good. Mm -hmm. Did I thrive? I oh I guess, you know, I, I like to take the positives and say yes, I thrived. I'll okay. take the positive spin. I'll I will. You You'll take the glass half full. Well, then I'll let's let's the follow that full. up. You know, like I think there are a lot of challenges, but let's focus on how you feel you thrived. Like, 
what was it that makes you say you thrived in 2020? What is it that you did or how is it that you responded to the, the challenges of that year? And yeah, maybe wrap on that for a while. I guess the first first thing would be kind of how we're talking about was that with the thriving aspect was was able to put, you know, spend a lot more time in the water, surprisingly. I was, mm-hmm. you know, you'd really focus on that. I wasn't traveling as much. So, you know, I was really getting a lot of great family time and as well. So those were two really good times, you know, uh, that really are all always positive, you know, time with your, you know, my daughter, my wife, which is always so special and getting to see those kind of precious moments when she's around this three-year-old, you know, she's around three that during this whole COVID time, which has been, you know, really fun time to be around, um, you know, a hundred percent, you know, here, you know, you're not thinking about, you know, a contest, you're not thinking about anything else, you're just or traveling, getting ready to go anywhere. You're just, you're here. You're, there's no going yeah. anywhere. Yeah, so that's, exactly. and, so, and then having the opportunity to, you know, go, go surf almost, you know, on the, every weekday, I can pretty much get in the water, which is great. While my, well, Jackie's at school, you know, if I don't have too much stuff on my plate, I can always, you know, carve out a niche of time to get in the water. So that's been really great. So, yeah. More water time more time with the family that's i mean those are two huge things that i my two most uh things i love in the world so if i get to do those more <laughs> i can't see how i how 2020 was a bad year mm-hmm. yeah right okay well that's a fair response to the question that's a that's that's definitely understandable for all the listeners i'm sure a bit of family time and a bit of um bit more time on the boogie in the water. Um, what, what was it that you found challenging during 2020? And, and when I asked that question, you know, like I, it's funny, you've, you've taken on, you know, different roles now in your life and career and things like that. So, you know, maybe, maybe what were the challenges on a personal level and also maybe on a business level for hubboards and, and, you know, how did that work out for you? Or was it also a thriving time for hubboards too? So, yeah, what's the what's the answer to that regarding the challenges of 2020? So the challenges as far as, you know, what what was, you know, you kind of had to do differently, I guess, was uh was what was tough was not being able to really see my our, our families too much since, you know, we live away from our families uh my both my wife and I so that we didn't really be able to see them so much in 2020. I was able to go, you know, to Kauai, you know, twice, uh, and visit them, you know, last wow. year, which is, isn't a lot, you know, twice, you know, no, like no, couple, not you know, at all. When it's three right or next four, door. yeah, three or four days that I got to spend with my mom and dad, that's not a lot of time, you know, mm. when they're right there, you know, and they were, you know, choir was locked down for quite a bit of time. You know, you couldn't go in or out for, you know, most of 2020. Uh, so that was, it was, it was rough in that aspect when you, you know, I didn't spend that spend time with the holidays and yeah my my folks are a little older but you know they're still you know they're real healthy but at the same time you don't really want to go over and you know uh get them sick but not hey that wasn't really the reason we're we were healthy too it just was you weren't really able to go over because there's quarantines you know you had to go Mm -hmm. and do a two-week quarantine if you wanted to go over and can't quarantine if you know you're staying with the same person because they're not quarantining (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's kind of disturb everyone so that was that was tough you know uh, and something it was, I would have liked to, have, I would have really enjoyed seeing my family a, a lot more and my wife's family, you know, we, we're all, we're definitely missing them, you know, and they're in, they're in another country in Romania. So that's, was totally off limits. That was a little mm. tougher. So, mm. and, 
you know, when you get to with, you know, senior friends, what, you know, there's times, you know, everyone's, everyone's always busy, but, you know, we made time to see our friends and, you know, we didn't really, there wasn't too much, too much effort put into like locking down or keeping a safe distance from our friends. We, you know, if we're feeling sick, obviously we're not going to go see them, but if, you know, we'll, we'll make, make that happen as best we can on this island, but going in uh, other islands to visit your family, it was rough. Yeah. So that was, that was the only time that was a difficult, you know, I felt like during COVID and uh, yeah, business wise was, was, was great. I mean, yeah, bodyboards, bodyboards have never been stronger. I think everyone's, I mean, even the general public must realize that, you know, it's never been a better time to be making or selling, you know, bodyboards and just watching everyone have so much fun in the water. There's so many more people out there enjoying it. And so that's been, that's been great. I mean, it's obviously more work, but you have more time. You're not traveling anywhere. You're not doing anything. And so that was, that's pretty cool. You're, you know, being able, being able to manage that was really fun and, and, uh, you know, great, great learning experience too, to be a part of something like, like this while it's happening and being able to try and, you know, learn about it, uh, about a boom, you know, they talk about, you know, just going, doing your normal business cycle, but being able to deal with a business cycle during a boom cycle is pretty cool. So it's pretty, mm. it offers a whole different perspective on your, on your, on how you manage your business and what you're, what you have to do. So that's, that's, it's a nice change, change, uh, from no, normalcy from normal business operations. Mm. And, and it offers its challenges for sure, but it's also it, that that's a good thing too. Cause you're learning, you're, you're learning from, from everything. Mm, exactly. Hey, with that, the the family question that does sound pretty rough, given um, that it's just so close yet so far away for a whole a whole year. Um, but I, I'm I'm intrigued on the business boom kind of discussion because obviously there's challenges that come with that, and I guess the next question is about responding to those challenges and how do you overcome them. So, I mean, for you, like, what was that experience like? Because you know, Hubboards has been cruising along and I assume that it's been growing over the last, you know, number of years, but this 2020 year was a boom time. So what were some of the unique challenges for you as a business owner during that time? And how did you respond to them? I I guess the first, the first thing that jumps in your mind is just having enough supply. You know, your supply chain is, uh, you know, at the the beginning stages, planning to plan to allocate what was planning to make sure you have enough supply to meet the demand. And we, and, you know, I had a decent enough foresight in the beginning of the pandemic to have everything planned accordingly. And then, you know, by the time the end, you know, holidays came around, I knew we knew what was happening. We just had not still had not could have foreseen them still the amount of demand. Like we understood it was there and it was coming and we're still trying to plan for it. But by that, that time, you know, supply chains are choked, you know, shipping lanes are blocked. There, you Mm. know, there's hardly any time there's, can't get ships and you can't even get production allocation too so there's mm. you know, there's that uh, at that stage when everyone is finally onto it you know we managed the whole course of the year up until that last you know the you know the last month pretty great <laughs> i felt like <laughs> mm. in december we were pretty much by the time december came we were almost sold out nationwide you know obviously yeah. we were sold out of our warehouse but the shops that we had alloc- that had bought just bought stuff in through november were sold out so i mean wow. we've been basically sold out for two months solid, you know, nationwide. I'm not, 
you know, because I only can speak from what is happening in our in the U.S. Because all our distributors yeah. have different, you know, allocations and uh, been they're planning things a little differently. But from us, it's just it's wild, you know. And I, and so that's been in. So January's just been, you know, kind of a time for me to, you know, kind of focus on where things are headed and, you know, how much, how how big do you want to uh, see where the tr- growth trends are? Is it, you know, twenty twenty one another growth year or is it a is it going to be slowing down and when is it going to slow down and when do you, when do you have to make those calls? Um, mm. so, so it's, it's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, the shipping lanes here coming into, coming to the U S I mean, there's historic backlogs. I mean, we're talking three weeks backlogs, yeah, right. like port, the ports are basically have boats anchored out, anchored as going almost to China. I mean, that's uh, exaggeration, but you know, there's 30 port, 30, 40 boats waiting in Long Beach port outside, just anchored. Wow. You know, I mean, that's there's no boats normal in the normal time. There's no boats anchored. Mm. They just they have it on a nice platform to rotating in and out, just unloading, but they just can't get them off fast. They can get them off, but there's not enough trucks and trains to get all the goods out of there. And and the containers, yeah, there's wow. a backlog, backlog of containers getting back to China. So now you can't get products out. And the ships are full going out of China. I mean, or, mm. and Indonesia, wherever your products are made, you know, Indo, Malaysia, we had, you know, fins were late, boards are late. You know, we're just, it's just nonstop. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Has it, has it made you think about how you can adjust the, your business, like your supply chain to be less vulnerable to such shocks in the future? <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i mean i'm sure every business owner is thinking about it right like you know the the reality is is that china has in that kind of asian region has been the production kind of center oh, yeah. universe for a long time and all like it just takes one pandemic to um disrupt that so profoundly that you know and you know ironically you everybody had the free time to buy bodyboards and get in the water and have a good time but then the brand's seemingly weren't able to keep up with demand because of the supply chains being you know disrupted at the same time so it's a very interesting like situation to look at like has it made you question such things like supply chain oh totally totally just take it for granted mm. you know, stuff you took for granted like yeah it's going to show up you know you've got your four week deli- you know four weeks on the boat you have your you know you just even the fact of getting a container like we had times mm-hmm. where we, you couldn't get a container to ship like you're yeah, sitting there wow. and your goods are your goods are finished and usually your goods are finished at you know and you then you call up call up uh your shipping your shipping agent and they get you on they get you on the next boat like it's that yeah. simple and then we your pr- products are finished you call the shipping agent they're like yeah there's there's no availability for a month wow you know, that's the kind of that's the kind of response you know not just me i mean everyone was getting this yeah is like, yeah you know and that and so it's like whoa you're like mm. <laughs> i can't even get a boat to to book my stuff out on it's wild did this cause you any stress you know like was it was it on a personal level was this kind of did you feel like this opportunity of the boom was escaping you a little bit because of these challenges and did that you know how did that affect you uh kind of like i said the you know everything was pretty was managed pretty well through most of the year and then it just kind of that last that last month was Last couple of months was a little was definitely a little more stressful just because mm. you're you're realizing, oh, I'm there's triple the triple the demand than I've allocated my production for. Like, geez. Yeah, I've, right. You know, I've I've blown it. 
that much. Right? But you did. I wasn't you know, going to say that. I wasn't going to say no, that. No, you don't. You, you just you, then you're like, but you don't you don't never get real down on yourself. You're just like, okay, yeah. well, it's it's a glass half full. You're okay, great. There's the man. We're you know we're we'll catch up and uh, whatever it is, you know, you just you just kind of roll with it. But it's like, yeah, there's definitely a little bit of stress because you just want to make people happy. That's the business we're in in bodyboarding. Mm-hmm. You're selling fun and you want to mm-hmm. make people stroke. And if you and if people can't get something they want to have fun on, oh. Or even your friends who are selling it, so you know, you know. For example, I guess and people are listening. Hey, say we sell the to- we sell the Toby, you know, in Bodyboard King, for example. You know, he mm-hmm. or or you know Matt Castiglione at six six two in Hawaii. Like these guys are friends, and their livelihoods depend on getting products to sell. Mm-hmm. Like if they don't have, you know, hubboards, they have twenty customers asking for. The sci fives, which is what what's happening, and there's no sci fives to get. All the customers, you know, just don't buy it. You know, mm. and there's not a real, there's not another board that's you know that really is gonna w- really work for them because that's what they want. So they wait, and they're just gonna have to wait until the next time mm. they can get a sci five. You know, yeah. Because maybe those customers already have a, a you know a a board, and they just want to try to use this one because this is the you know the rage now, and so that's what's yeah. kind of going on. And so it's like, oh geez, you know, that's mm. just kind of where it's where it's been so you feel bad because you can't you're not able to help out these guys make money you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so that it, you take it on a personal level and you want your you want the customers to enjoy themselves you want your cut the shops to be stoked and everyone to thrive mm-hmm. especially in a pandemic where hey you know retailers have had challenges they've been closed and you're like man if they can't you know this is their time to sell and they don't have some of the products they want to sell you feel yeah. bad yeah you, know, you take that personally but you've managed by you know you're a pretty um positive dude um in in person and kind of through life it seems like what you know with these challenges you know did you did you kind of learn anything new about yourself through this process that you didn't know before like with these kind of challenges to the business and these kind of personal challenges of family and you know things like that and yeah like was there anything new that you learned through this, these processes? I think what I, what I would take away from that is, uh, you know, the pandemic kind of like learning experience was that try and live as much, realize how, how important living in the present is. I mean, it's something you have to learn every day and relearn. I mean, that's the, probably the hardest thing for me is to live in the present. Cause I'm always trying to think of what's coming next and what's in you mm-hmm. and preparing. And that's what you do, do as an athlete and what you do is, you know, at, uh, you know, preparing for the future, preparing, you know, business, you're always planning ahead. So mm-hmm. living in the present was something that's, you know, not easy to do, you know, to yeah. be grounded and being right there in that moment. And so that's something that's, you know, constantly I'm l- trying to learn and relearn every day. Like just, Hey, stay present, be, be mm-hmm. happy. Like you control your own feelings, you control your own happiness. So like, you can be present and be stoked regardless of any of the stressful situations that's going on, uh, on the outside that, especially if you have no control over, you know, if there's something that's stressing you out that you have no control over, well, geez, what, (laughs) why don't stress over it? Just be present and just, you know, be happy, find the things that, that you do have and you can take joy out of in that, in those moments. I think that's the most crucial thing that I've, I've learned. And I, you know, you always know that always known that I've, you know, my dad always was really conscious of teaching that to us at a young age, but 
You know, it's something you still have, you're, you can never get enough of that. You always have to relearn it and remind yourself, you know, mm. you know, of being, of being grateful and being present. So was that the, was that like a relearning for you or did you actually find that the constraints of COVID, of the pandemic, that they actually made you properly look into that a bit deeper than what you have been in your life? Yes, they definitely, I think the constraints definitely pushed you to, you know, re-look at it more, re-examine it, you know, even mm. further and not just take it like, yeah, and be pr- more present of, about thinking about that, you know, every day. <laughs> That's the yeah. I think that was the message is like, you have to think about that every day and like, be like, hey, you're stoked just to be alive. You're blessed and just make that constant reaffirmation about, uh, you know, the the goodness and the good things. And, and I guess that's always, that's another thing I've been, you know, the pandemic teaches you is to be more positive too. You, hey, you can, there's so much negativity associated with this, you know, 2020, you know, every day, 2020 was people are bagging on it and bagging about the pandemic and life and this and that. And there's way deeper than, you know, all the cultural and racial issues. Oh, nuts. Like, so if you could swallow mm. it up in that and Hey, that's affecting different people, people differently. So, if you get like really caught up in it, you can't really enjoy your, you enjoy like trying to really, you know, stay on a positive level and take the positive, you know, take everything that is happening and twist it into a positive situation. And uh, otherwise you can just drown out in the negativity. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I see why people get depressed about it. You know, I, I've heard some people that do get, you know, have gotten COVID, you know, it's really easy for them to to fall back into a depressionary state, you know, fall into yeah. that depressionary mode and that it's not just a, it's not just a physical ailment and it also affects you on a mental level. I heard, you know, this is, I didn't, you know, I don't know if I got COVID or not, but I heard from people that had COVID, positive COVID tests that felt like they're physically, I mean, mentally more depressed. And we yeah. see that throughout our society, how the depression is, you know, really affecting people in a, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, mental health is issues are insane right now. That's you know, it's really important uh, issue that people need to fe- and like face head on and try and battle. Yeah, well, that's the. I mean, that's really the underlying point of this podcast series is to kind of share. You know, like I'm, it, I'm getting different answers so far to these questions, and there's a there's a whole bunch of other people I need to talk to to get the the global perspective on the survival or thriving during the pandemic but at the end of the day that you know the real point is to kind of hear the stories and and understand how others dealt with it and what were their kind of unique approaches to it or what did they focus on to get through it because um and then to share that with the broader audience who listen to this podcast because there's a lot of people experiencing different things who listen um because i unfortunately i'm on the glass half empty view of 2021 <laughs> in that I, I'm just not sure it's going to get much better for another year. Like I actually feel like, you know, we, we've got another year to really More deal the with these. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, I wish it wasn't so, but I no, have this totally. it's a, it's feeling. Another, yeah. It's another year of this, you know, I think hopefully so. by the end we'll have relief by holidays, 2021. That's the I, hope. I think so. That's, yeah. I think so. We shouldn't look any, we shouldn't pretend there's going to be any relief until around then. That's what I would yeah, say too. Um, exactly. 
So therefore, I, I won't be able to see you flying out of the bowl at Pipeline until next season. Yeah, um, I'm not going to be really, visiting I really Australia look forward. or visiting anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm going to miss you. Yeah, <laughs> that's sweet. Um, did you pursue anything new in 2020, like in terms of like hobbies or interests, like things that you maybe had left kind of sitting on the edge of your, on the periphery of your experience and you're like, you know what? I got a bit of time. I got some things I can do here. Like, is there anything you dove into a bit deeper in 2020? I guess a little bit. I, I definitely dove into a little more editing and, uh, you know, videos. I mean, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't scratch the surface again. You know, I was always I had done it before and, and and knew how to do it, but I was like, you know, hadn't done it for a while. So I, was, I got kind of back into that. I enjoyed that, you know, getting on my computer and doing a little, doing an edit. I think I just did one, but I mean, I still like have something, yeah. you know, to be said like that's something I definitely, you know, found like, okay, this is, I need to get, need to relearn this skill. So mm -hmm. you know, this is an important skill to relearn uh, in my profession. So I did that and, you know, you read books and do podcasts, but, and I think just, I was, you know, pretty busy the whole pandemic with, you know, I was, you know, I, do a lot you know with hubboard so i mean <laughs> i was yeah. pretty slammed and then my free yeah. time i was just trying to you know if if i wasn't with my family i was trying to surf you know yeah i was luckily able to you know hey we did it was you know we had a great great spring for hawaii waves in the north shore and a great fall summer was a little little you know slow of big waves but you know there's always something to surf so i was always i was pretty pretty busy yeah that's so, good so it was a good thing, you know, for me, I didn't have, you know, my downtime was, was a little more, uh, you know, minimal, I thought. Mm. Going off script a little bit here. Um, cause yeah, it obviously makes sense that, you know, there's no time for hobbies when the business is booming. So, you know, like it's, yeah. um, it makes sense that there wasn't anything new so much to dive into other than a bit of editing, which kind of relates to the business anyway, to, to kind of get that content pumping out, which is what your brother Dave mentioned was yeah. his little thing he dove into, which was really cool to see. Um, but for you, last in um, 2019, you kind of dabbled a little bit throughout the year with competition. Did yeah. anything click in you? Like, is there any kind of um, re-interest in that for you? You did qualify, I believe, um, into yeah, the top I 24. Did a at the That's end right. of 2019, right? So it seems like forever ago. I know right? it does, doesn't it? It's doesn't so crazy. It? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, and everything was ha and everything had happened in the beginning of 2020 with, and then, you know, with all the the change for what was coming for the contest scene, and then now there's no contest scene. I mean, it, there, yeah, there's. I mean, as far as I can see, there's nothing going to be happening in 2021. So yeah, it's it's one of those things. You're like, wow, you 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 go from a time where you're like, kind of end up like, yeah, I, you know, I, you get motivated you know, maybe not so much to compete, but to better yourself. You know, there's mm -hmm. nothing that, you know, that's something in me where I'm always just trying to, you know, go out when I go out bodyboarding, I'm trying to like, you know, do my best and do better and have in that, cause that, that's what I, that's what puts a smile on my face and that's what makes me have fun. So, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, there's catching waves and the re relaxing part of being in the nature and being in the ocean with visiting with your friends and chatting it up when you're in the lineup. I mean, that's, you know, that's a huge part of, uh, every session you go out and enjoy but it's also a part of when you catch a wave trying to like better yourself and that makes me happy so in that aspect when you're surfing and you're and you feel like you're surfing good and you're bettering yourself and you're like man it would be kind of cool to like you know test my 
test myself again at this at that elite level you know go back and, yeah. yeah you feel when you feel like you're surfing as good as you know anyone in the world you're like yeah this would be kind of cool to surf, compete right now mm. i mean and obviously there is no there's there's no outlet for that and so you're but it's still that it's that feeling is there i'm not gonna lie you're like yeah bring it on but oh. then you're like <laughs> I guess it's also easy to say when there's nothing going on. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> exactly. Easy to, be, easy to get yourself pumped up. There's no actual, yeah. like, there's no, you don't have to put anything, you don't have to buy it. There's no buying. So nah. <laughs> it's an imaginary nah, no buying. Yeah, it's Everyone imaginary. can be saying that. Everyone can keen. be saying that with imaginary yeah, buying. I'd get back on tour. <laughs> well, exactly. that's kind of the question. That's the question. It's leading towards, like, do you think with this time off, like, where you, because I feel like you might have been keeping a foot in both camps on the last, you know, the last three years, you could say, before the pandemic hit, where you were kind of there, but not there. You know, you got a business run, you had a new child and all that kind of stuff. You, you've got life to, to, to enjoy and to focus on. But I felt like every time you'd show up, you'd be dangerous and that that must have been something for you as a competitive individual to go like ah i I'm, i've still got it um but i'm not going to be a contender this year and you know even if you make a final or even if you're you know up there in the top nine or whatever like it's i i just wonder do these two years give you a chance to get a few other kind of pieces of the puzzle in place and then look at 2021 uh sorry 2022 as a year where you might actually look at the tour or whatever it looks like, whatever competitive bodyboarding might look like by then and go, you know what? I actually want to be a part of that and, and go for another world title. Is that something that plays into your mind at all? Yeah, it, it totally okay. does. And I think it, 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 at, at this, uh, you know, juncture, it's mm. mostly the, the factor that I have to, you know, basically deal with is like, okay, can I bring my family along with me? Because yeah. the tour, the tour at this stage is, is made up of, you know, segments, you know, South American Europe, there's two segments and you have to be away from quite a bit of time. And if, mm -hmm. hey, if I can bring my family along and just make it, a, make it a, a fun holiday for everyone for those two weeks, I mean, for those six weeks on each end, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, that, which is what it's basically looking like and afford, you know, and do that. And hey, I think it's, something i'd love to do and i think it's you know with bodyboarding it's never about the money so it's like you have to you have to dial that into an experiences for yourself and your family and something that's cool and if you can pull it off great and that's something i'd hey i'd love to do and i try and i would definitely try to do at some stage you know in 2022 mm. i think it'd be great if you know you know put the pieces together and make that happen and it'd be really fun to do and i oh that's exciting that's exciting. I think we've got some people listening who are also excited at the prospect of a of a more regular Jeff Hubbard, um, you that, know, yeah, mix it that's up. That's what it takes. That's what it mm. takes. You got to, if you want to be in be in the mix and really do it, you got to really do it. It's like jumping with both feet. If you you know, as I found, like, hey, you can dabble, but you're not going to be successful at dabbling. And you no. really have to like, you know, you can have you have fun and you can do you can enjoy certain parts of it when you dabble. And, but at the end of the day, that, that only is going to last that satisfaction only lasts you so long before you either all in or all out, mm. right? 
Exactly. You, you, know, you, can, you, can play on, you can play on the fence for just a little while, and then you have to make another choice. And, and either choice is good. And it's just a matter of, you know, everyone's, everyone's in different financial situations and everyone's in different uh, situations in their, you know, in their life. So hopefully in 2022, you know, I'd be able to, you know, pull off a couple fam- long family vacations. It'd be super fun. Mm, but that's again, good. That's, that's a, it's a fa- it's a family decision, so it's, yeah. it's just up to me. <laughs> You're just gonna have to sit around the table. Everyone say their piece. I'm sure yeah. you'll probably have some support there. Um, yeah. I, I was gonna. The next question I had in my list here was about you know asking what you missed the most during the toughest times. But you've already kind of explained that it was that distance from the family yeah, in Kauai. Is, exactly. Is that looking like it's going to improve from your position where you sit right now? Like, is there more flexibility with traveling between the islands at the moment? Yeah, it's, it's opened up, you know, I, I can take a, I can take a test now and get okay. back over there. And so that's something that's looking, looking more promising. And, you know, and Jackie, if she's still under five, luckily she doesn't have to take a test because the tests are gnarly. But that was one thing I was, uh, okay. one reason we weren't doing it for a little while when, once the test opened back up, because the test just okay. opened back up after, right before Christmas, I think they okay. opened a test. I think it might have even been after Christmas, right after Christmas, they opened the tests up to test to get over there. And but it was just, you know, didn't want to test test her. But then I then I found out that it was, hey, you don't have to be. She can be. She can get. She doesn't have to take a test, which is which is really nice. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, twenty twenty one. Then it looks like you'll be able to get a bit more time with the family and kind of yeah. overcome that that kind of difficulty there that you explained about twenty twenty. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's good. That's what I'm, that's good what I'm news. Hoping. Good news. What do you What do you think you value most these days after After 2020, like experiencing everything was there. Like, what What is it that you really, really kind of drill down on and and just put above all else right now? I think, you know, it it comes down to those experiences with family and friends, and I think that's the main thing you you realize how how special those moments are because. Mm. You, because there's a, there's a lot less of them in 2020, you know, because of the situation, obviously. So the moments you did get were really special and you realize you take them for, you know, for granted that whenever you get a moment, you really seize it. Mm. That makes sense. Now you really try and make the most of it and really enjoy yourself in the, in that moment with your family and friends, uh, you know, you know, visiting with friends and visiting with family. I mean, it's not, it's something you we used to take for granted. Right. And now it's like, if you get an opportunity to do that, you're, you're just really relishing it and really kind of like, I don't know, absorb it all and be, Mm. you know, be so present and be really present. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I think that's, um, what's on most people's list when they talk about the values that they, they have after this period, um, with 2020 behind us, what are your kind of initial plans for 2021? even though it looks like it'll be a constrained year again, but is there anything uh, new that you're working on or is there anything that's um, interesting that you're going to kind of put your mind to over the coming year? Oh, I think, you know, just trying to, you know, find ways to, you know, be, be, be creative with the, with the business. That's, that's always, that's always fun and trying to stay, you know, something like to do. Uh, So that'll be, you know, something I'll be, putting my energy towards uh you know trying to get together with you know friends more trying to see family more trying to make you know i don't foresee any you know big overseas trips obviously and i don't foresee many 
many many trips in general outside of Hawaii. <laughs> so yeah. that's you know right, but, which is okay. You know, I don't mind that at the moment. You know, if you if you understand that, then you don't crave it. If you know it's not an, kind of an option, once you get that through your head, and you're just like you can try and try and make the best of the situation where you have it. But it's you know it's it's a it's a tough one. Because <laughs> mm. there's only so many things you've you've done them all last year. So what are we going to do this year? Yeah, Different, exactly. You know, and keep and so you have to find those find those little find those little things that worked last year. You know, and rep, try and replicate them as much as you can. Yeah, well, I spoke to Dave already for this podcast series, and he mentioned that you know drilling down on the content is something that he'll be doing and looking at kind of expanding the call, which was a cool little um, content play that you guys did and. He mentioned it was it was quite interesting for him to put all that time into editing and it was actually like a, a big deal for him to work through and a lot of learning there for him along the way. Um, do you think that there's more creative ways you're looking at content or is it also just the way the business works, supply chain, all those kind of questions? Oof. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, obviously all different types of content you can put out and, and just finding out what, you know, what, what people are going to enjoy most. I mean, I think people just enjoy content in general. Usually, mm. so if you know you you can put as much energy or as least amount of energy as you want, and the results could you know the results are gonna you know gonna vary vary somewhat, and you just have to find find that what's gonna be more enjoyable for you to do, and mm. what I think that's maybe the main thing you know and yeah. to keep busy like and and what you what you get out of your work and what you get out you know what you put in what you get out what your satisfaction levels are. Know, to keep you happy yeah. and motivated during this time too that's you know we all we all want to you know be happy that's the main thing keep a smile mm. on our face be okay. satisfied be stoked see you're planning to be happy satisfied and stoked in 2021 that's the that's actually what you're exactly. planning to do 100%. <laughs> really cool really cool um to finish off this little this little um kind of survival thrive special series for the Laboogie podcast What's the one piece of advice you have, the most important advice that you have for anyone listening um, who've dealt obviously with 2020 and they're looking into 2021 and how to, how, to, how to thrive during 2021? What's your piece of advice? I would, yeah, I would try and find out what makes you stoked and happy and just go all in on that and block out, try and block out any sort of reality of what's actually happening. <laughs> You're just like, hey, you, you control your you control your own your own mindset and you gotta try and get back at the controls of of what's happening in your head. And mm. don't let someone else take control. Don't let the media or you know and just focus on make do what's making you stoked. So less less T V being a very big or less less no. media or yeah, in no. the get in the water. Yeah, exactly. You get in the water, you know, hey, if you want like to watch movies at home, cool, watch freaking all the movies you want. Watch Avengers a hundred times. Totally. Oh, but, if yes. <laughs> but you know, if you're <laughs> you just try not to try not to look at, you know, too much negativity going on and block out the block out the social media accounts that are that are negative and aren't making yeah. you happy. That are making you that are making you uh you know, feel something other than stoke when you look at them. You want to look at, you know, look at the the positive every day and try and wake up and be be psyched and see what you can do uh it's gonna better your life every day la, 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 la,